Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in Colossians 2, and we find that Paul is experiencing what the New King James says is a great conflict. The word gives the picture that he is striving. He is working diligently and striving for the church in Colossae and the church in Laodicea, which was very close to the church at Colossae. And he wants three things to happen. He wants, first off, their hearts to be encouraged. Notice in verse number two, he wants them to be knit together in love, connected as a church family. And then third, he wants them to experience the full assurance of understanding. He wants them to be anchored and assured in the truth of salvation, the mystery of God, of the Father, and of Christ. Because it's in that salvation message and reconciliation message to uh, God through Christ and to each other as a church that comes through Christ, and that is truly a hidden treasure. He warns that people may try to deceive them, and so as he shares out this warning, he wants them instead in verse number six, as they have received Christ Jesus, to walk in him. And as they're walking in him, they will be rooted, they will be built up. He goes to an agricultural term, he goes to a construction term. I want you to be rooted, I want you to be built up. That has a picture of a strong foundation, established in the faith. And with that, he wants them to abound with thanksgiving or to overflow with thanksgiving. And then he wants them to rely on Jesus alone. He says, beware lest people cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the traditions of men. He's talking about, I don't want you to take Jesus and then add something to him because salvation is in Christ. He is absolutely sufficient. In him, all the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily, and you are complete in him. And then he begins in verse number 11 really to unpack this, that Jesus is the one who makes us alive. He's talking about uh, the fact that we can move toward legalism, and that's not the answer. It's not Jesus plus the law. It's not being good. It's Jesus Alone. Notice what he says in verse number 13. You being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him. He's talking about the resurrection. Through Christ, we have been made alive. Notice at the end of verse 13, having forgiven you all trespasses. Today, can I tell you that if you know Jesus, you are forgiven. Jesus is the one who has also brought victory. He has taken the law in verse 14. He took all of that upon the cross all the times that we have fallen and failed. And notice what he did. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them. As a Roman general would come in victorious, Jesus comes in and says, Look, I have triumphed over uh, the law and over sin because I have died and I have risen from the dead. So he goes on to say, don't fall to legalism. Don't be judged in food, drink, what you can eat on this day, what you can drink on the Sabbath day. You know, they said you could only take so many steps. You could only do this. He says, look, the law is a shadow to point us to Christ. Don't hold on to those kinds of things. The law is is picturing and leading us to know Jesus and to show us our need. Now notice down in verse number 20, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why are you living and subjecting yourself to regulations? He says, these have the appearance of wisdom, verse number 23, 
But can I tell you, they're not of value. He's saying, trust Jesus alone. Not Jesus plus anything or any works. Jesus is truly the answer for the world today. <music>